and welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Today's tale is entitled The Tree Alternate Epilogue. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. <laughs> the husband was woken up by someone pounding on the front door. He opened up his eyes and wiped the drool from his mouth. He realized that he must have passed out on the couch. After rubbing his eyes and trying to orientate himself, the pounding on the door continued. He got up from the couch and walked to the front door. When he opened it, there were two policemen standing there. The one officer asked him if everything was okay. The husband replied back, why wouldn't it be? Officer number two told him that neighbors had called, saying that they heard yelling and screaming and what sounded like a fight. They asked if anyone else was at home. The husband said he didn't know. They pelted the husband with questions about where he was last night, what time did he get home, etc. After trying his best to answer, the policeman politely asked if they could have a look around. The husband stepped off to the side and let them come in. Officer number two stayed with the husband, asking other questions like, who does he live with? Where does he work? Officer number one walked into the living room, came out right away with his pistol drawn, and told the husband to get on the floor with his hands out to the side. He told officer number two to cuff him. The husband asked, what for? Again, the officer number one, with a raised voice, told the husband to get on the floor with his hands out to the side. The husband got on his knees, then on the floor. Officer number two took out his handcuffs and cuffed him. After that, the first officer called for a detective on his radio. His dispatch came back and asked why. The officer replied that there was a triple homicide at their location. The husband was shocked and surprised when he heard this. He started to get up off the floor, but officer number one, who had originally drawn his pistol, put his foot on the husband's back to keep him on the floor. Officer number two, who cuffed the husband, walked into the living room to have a look. When he entered the living room, grief started to overcome him. On the floor were the bodies of the mother and the children. They were lying beside each other, next to a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. The policeman noticed that on the faces of the mother and children was a look of peacefulness, not the usual look that happens when one gets murdered. Next to the tree was a pail of water that looked like it had been there for a few days. Sirens could be heard in the distance. Two detectives showed up with a forensic team just behind them. Pictures started being taken. Fingerprints were being found. The detectives had noticed that there did seem to be a struggle of some sort. After examining the bodies, 
Both detectives had an idea that they were strangled due to the bruising around the necks of the mother and the children. Eventually, the husband was picked up off the floor and shown the bodies. He started crying and telling the police that he did not remember anything, that he had had quite a lot to drink last night. The autopsy did confirm that strangulation was the cause of death, but it wasn't done by the husband's hands. It was something thinner due to the size of the bruising. The autopsy also found pieces of tree needles embedded in the skin. The theory was the husband came home from drinking all evening, got into a fight with the mother, and then strangled her and the children with a branch from the tree. The husband throughout the investigation and trial maintained his innocence. He was found guilty, of course, and sentenced to life in prison. He maintained his innocence during his incarceration, just like others in prison, that he didn't do it. Unfortunately, his life in prison was not going to go as well as it could have, considering that he murdered his family. Other inmates had families also, so the husband made it to the naughty list according to their standards. A lot of things were going to happen to him over time. Eventually, the house was put on the market, hoping to find a seller. One day, an old green truck with squeaky brakes pulled up in front. A man dressed as Santa got out of the truck and opened up the tailgate. The Santa man went into the house and brought out a very dry-looking Charlie Brown Christmas tree and placed it in the back of the truck. Before getting back into the truck, the Santa man stopped, looked at the front window, and waved. He then got into the truck and drove away. Stay tuned for more from Grandpa's Tales of Terror.